Hey, this is Dawn from Reaching Women Everywhere. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to be discussing Kent Crockett's book called Slaying the Giants with Debbie Snyder. I have an excerpt from our discussion. We're going to be listening to it over the next several podcasts. So let's welcome Debbie. Hey, Debbie. Hey, how you doing? Good. Thanks for doing this with me. This is awesome. I'm excited. Oh, me too. Me too. I got I have to read you this one verse. It has been coming up like every day. And uh, even this morning, I, I, I jumped on something and it was there. It said, I have the amplified. I know I, I tend to go long, but I love what it, how it puts it. It says now Ephesians 3.20. It says, now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power that is at work within us. And I just, I'm so encouraged by that because it's him speaking through us and doing whatever we're doing. He's doing it through us. It's not us. And I, I, I love that. Oh, I, I love it too. And, and you know, the key to that in, in, in my eye would be a total surrender. Yeah. You'd have to surrender um, and enable, to enable him to work through us, you know? Well, yeah, because it's what more of more of him, less of us, less of us. Yep. It's exactly. what was what that verse? I, I'm the, the he is supposed to increase and we're supposed to decrease. Yeah, that's John. It's in John. It's in so, John. actually um, I have a friend whose ministry is more of him. And it's based off of that. Um, that scripture. That's awesome because, and it's so opposite what we're, we hear in society where it's um, all about us and and you're supposed to promote yourself opposed to um, promoting Jesus Christ here. That's what we do as believers. And like I said, it becomes less, less of us and what it's about us. Like who's, he keeps putting on my heart, whose kingdom are you building? Are you building yours or are you going to build mine? Exactly. You know, that's, and it's funny how you said kingdom that um, that's, that's the, a cornerstone in, in my life. The scripture, Matthew six thirty three is seek first his kingdom and righteousness and all these will be given. So if, if you yeah. think about that verse, Dawn, like if you think about that and it, it's, it's sort of like the big umbrella, right? Yeah. Would, would you right. rather go for the big umbrella and then have everything else taken care of and just seek for the big covering of that umbrella. Absolutely. All of these little, little things. So if you seek first his kingdom, everything will just fall into place. And it's, it's just so cool. So that, that verse um, going back, I it's John three thirty is more of him, less of me. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, you know, that idea of the umbrella, God's put that on my heart before and it's, you know, trying to do away with that idea that the word of God is, is legalistic because we do see uh, those lists of do's and don'ts and people who don't understand the Christian walk, uh, I think are quick to criticize that. And, you know, even in marriage, we'll use that as an example, mm-hmm. God, God put the husband in a role that is designed specifically for him and put the woman in a role that's designed for her when that gets out of order. Um, and, we try to be, let's just say the other person, uh, you know, it, it messes up that covering, you know, that the husband has to answer to God for being husband. You know, we have things in the word of God that say that we're supposed to do how we are to respect our husband and, and respect the authority that he's been given 
And I have seen that illustration you may have before too, where it's an umbrella is God and you have the husband and the wife and the children and everything falls in that, that order in a sense. And um, yeah, I've even used it kind of a little bit to my advantage with my kids in the past where I've showed them that illustration. And I'm like, if you disobey me, you're getting out from under that umbrella instead of God's protection, you really want to go there, you know, and they're thinking, ah, uh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, I don't know. And, you know, when everybody follows their role, I mean, we have to remember God is our creator. He is, he designed marriage. He knows, he knows everyone's role and he mm-hmm. explains it in his word. And when we fall out from, from that structure, that's when mm-hmm. chaos, that's when chaos happens. And when we, 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 we are in our roles, that's when there's harmony, you know, there's just harmony along in, in your family. So yeah, I, I'm huge. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying I've mastered it by no means. Oh, but I don't no think we means, ever no. arrive. No, no, we don't. And that's why um, Debbie and I are reading this book uh, and with a study group that she began uh, called slaying your giants by kent crockett and it's been fabulous and every chapter has been like like he's looking in my window um you know it's it's exactly what i'm dealing with um if i could share real quick it's that the first chapter was helplessness and earlier that week or the week before rather uh that was the word that was on my heart was i was feeling absolutely helpless and um god i hadn't peeked at the our, our study yet to see that that was the name of the chapter. I didn't find it out until uh, later that next week, but I'm sorry, I shouldn't say helplessness. It was hopelessness. Forgive me. So um, was, I was feeling hopeless. Um, I guess they, they go together, don't they? Hopelessness and helplessness. They do. They do. <laughs> I was going, I was going with you. Uh, no, it's, no that's- <laughs> I was losing hope um, regarding yes. just the feelings I had because just certain choices I made. I, I moved away from my adult kids. I'm missing them. Certain things in my life weren't, uh, aren't what I thought they should be. And um, it kind of, I was getting discouraged. I was, I was losing that um, feeling of that hope of this is going to happen one day. But I think God just wanted me to, to die to self and trust him. And uh, real quick, just, I had, I may have shared this with you before, but uh, I have two stepdaughters and they gave me a journal for Christmas that, that day that I was praying to the Lord and saying, you know, I feel like I've lost my hope. And they gave, they didn't know I ran out of my journals. I didn't have one. And it said on the front for, I know the plans I have for you plans to give you hope and a future. And it just spoke to my heart. And uh, actually I also went on Facebook just to peek and be mindless for a minute. And Right there, the first thing I saw was a, a my friend's window is a, looking out into like a snowy scene, and on the window is hanging this ornament, and the word hope was there. So they were just like little whispers oh. from God saying, "I heard you." Yes. And then I got serious, and then the next day I get my my study book out. I'm like, "Okay, I'm going to start this Bible study," and here it talks about hopelessness. I'm like, "Okay, God, I got it." And uh, it really just was acknowledging he, he's he's listening, he hears my heart, and. And that's that that chapter was awesome. It was filled with uh, illustrations of of people who who found hope in the Lord. Um, Total illustrations. And and you know what what I liked um, in the book what what Kent Crockett does is um, in the chapter he 
refers to um, odds. Like, for instance, I like that, you know, one in a hundred, one in 10,000, whatever it is. He he refers to something major in our lives. I mean, we could pretty much say, yes, it's 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 a chance of one in one in a million or or even one in a billion sometimes. Right. But when when God is involved, it's one to one. I love that because he I love that thought because it gives it again. It builds your hope. Mm-hmm. And it gives you the confidence when you focus the chances lie in God's hands, not in our, in our ability at all. And that's what I think happens to us is that we'll look at a situation. We'll look at this mountain in front of us or challenges and, and we'll think, okay, let me get in check all the things that I can do to overcome this or to you know, to, to find victory. We look at ourselves, then our hope just starts to, 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 to fall because we, we can't, we can't do it. But then when you put it up against our God, like David did, you know, to right. his giant, he looked at, he did, he was looking ahead. He was looking at this massive giant, but he looked beyond the giant. He was looking at how big his God was. And that's what we need to remember when we're hopeless. Yes. We need to not look at the circumstance. We need to look beyond the circumstance at God, who's that's bigger right. than the circumstance. So I thought that was great how he... How he oh, because it's the supernatural. You're, look at, you're getting a supernatural result opposed to our natural result. Yeah. And why would we not want to live life like that? That's, Absolutely. And, and when we learn it, but we, we are human and um, we do go around those same mountains again. Thank you so much for joining us today at Reaching Women Everywhere. And we will see you back here next week. God bless.